Well, you could probably say that, that you can't control it, but it's some fringes come in to mm. your podcast via Interse intersectionality. Comments. He's not listening, mate. Through comments and forums, because they feel that what you're saying is it's okay to, to spread hate. You can't do my own song. Yeah, I got a bum hole. So what? Yeah, I got a bum hole. That's hot. And welcome to a very special episode. <laughs> of the 3SP podcast. Today is the 1SP podcast. I am, of course, the mad lad of Jihad, Ayatollah of Rock and Roller, the Persian Nightmare. And today, I'm joined by fabulous comedian extraordinaire, it's Miss Jenny Hart. Yeah, come on. I don't know what I'm doing that, but it feels right. Yeah, fuck it, wiggity wiggity whack. Welcome to the pod, Jenny. Thank you for sitting down and agreeing. Um, Jenny's a fantastic comedian. We've met in, we met here. We met before, but we met properly. I think we met before, but yeah. But I didn't know that we met before, so. And I can't, can't remember. And we, I kind of stood around <laughs> awkwardly when I first met. But you're, you're, you're friends with Leo, you know Leo, you've gigged with well, Leo. Well, that, is that, is that, am I using that inappropriate No, no, I, th I think I know him, but I don't know how. Again, maybe it's just through the internet, you know. Because like Leo knows proxy. you, because he, so, so, so. I always like to leave comments on his stuff. Uh, and I knew him as a comedian before all that big divide came up. Good, you know, good, good, good comments or abusive comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so Leo knows you anyway, because Leo's like, oh, she's great, right? So we know, so you're, so, but for, the, yeah. for our listeners who don't know you, you're a brilliant comedian, um, and I believe you've listened to the pod, right? Yeah. You've, you, you, know, you know who we are. But why don't you tell our listeners who you are, where you're from, and then just so they fill them in that we get all our I'm guests. I'm Jenny fucking Hart, in an Australian accent. Uh, yeah, I, I used to live in uh, Woking, Home of Paul Weller, but now home of uh, Prince Andrew's Pizza Hut. Is it Pizza Hut? Pizza, Pizza Express. Pizza Express, baby. Yeah, moving up to Manchester. And I just do comedy all over the Northwest. And, and I'm ripping it up. And, w and when did you get into comedy? Um, I came out in comedy. You came out? Came out as okay. a transgender person. Whoa, whoa, Jenny. Because I thought. Wait, no, okay, okay. Cut. I th no, I don't really cut. I'm just saying. <laughs> so Ollie is semi project We're here with Ollie Horn. Overtext, overcomplicates everything. Don't touch anything, Ollie. <laughs> He's asleep. So okay, right. I thought we I was we're gonna go around it. Okay, you came out in comedy as yeah, trans. But yeah. Okay. So that what, was so it. I started comedy as a trans person. Yeah. Because I thought, I like genuinely thought that people would laugh at me less on stage yeah. than they would on my local council estate. Does that oh, make really? sense? So you, you're I'm from London, you're from? I'm from Woking, which is yeah. below London. Yeah. I talk like this, <laughs> I talk like this because I made this voice up. Again, I grew up on the council estate yeah. and it was all boys. Yeah. And I was this not feminine little fairy kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so I made up this accent to fit with the boys and now yeah. I can't get rid of it. That's kind of like my accent. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a slightly updated version. It's more Ali G than yours is more Yeah, Cockney. so people always say to me, where are you from? And I go, I'm from Woking. They go, oh, no, where you, where you really where, from? Where you from? Where are you really from? Where are you from from? <laughs> like hate crime. So, so you're from Woking. So, so, so you said you came out in comedy as trans. Yeah. So you... I used it as an idea. To but were you doing comedy before then? So basically, I, I used to be a musician. I say musician, use the term lightly. Because I asked you about that. You've got some stories as well. Well, yeah, lots of different stuff, but I can't get on well in groups. You know, I work for, my, work for myself, can't work for the man. And it's the same in music. I, I tried to be in bands, but I couldn't be. And I went solo, and then I started to write funny songs, 
and they started to pick up. And then I built this, ca this is a long, a short story, but I'll make it short, a long story, but I'll make it short. So I used to be married, right? And my, my wife at the time uh, wanted an excuse to say, why are there size shoes, women's shoes in the house that are like size eight or nine? And I said, I'll create this character called Jenny B-side. I'll take her out, because I like comedy, and then we could use it as an excuse. But as I, I was building her, we divorced, and I was left with this character, and I was like, fuck it, let's just do it. So I went into comedy, walked into London, all dressed up in my high heels and my makeup, and then just started to do, I started in drag, but drag comedy, if that makes okay. sense. Okay, so, so. Is that too much? No, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's interesting. So your first, so your first gig was like, how long, how many years ago? Oh, about seven, so you, about seven years ago. So you've been great for the amount of time you've been in. And then your first gig, how did it go? The first gig, I did a competition at the, um, at the Admiral Duncan, that place that got, uh, that gay place got nail bombed many, many years ago. And it was brilliant. I loved it. All the people there loved it. I came second in this competition, but um, it was like a drag competition. Okay. I wasn't drag, so that I couldn't proceed in the competition, if that makes sense. Yeah. So then we was you. <laughs> I was just there with my guitar playing songs. I wasn't doing comedy. But I was you, just like you were a trans songs. lady, right? Yeah. So how do you feel about drag? Because so, so I'm going to paraphrase Leo, right? <laughs> Go on. So I'm going to put all the bad shit into Leo's mouth because he's already getting it anyway. But Leo says that trans is, that drag queens are like trans blackface. Wow. If a guy's like dressed up as a drag queen. Yeah. And then when, but he's, he's still a dude. He takes it off and he goes home and he's a dude, right? Yeah. Whatever he is. How do you feel? Is that, is that kind of, uh, what's the word? Culturally appropriating your existence. How do you feel about that? God, I don't have any feelings on it, no, really. It's shit. just straight. To be honest, I don't give a shit about most things. I'm like, as long as you're not, you're not, oppre not oppressing, I don't even know what oppression means, but as long as you're not fucking pushing me into a corner with it, I'm all right. Drag, fine, it's not hurting anybody. Do you know what? I think this is why I like you, right? <laughs> because at your heart, I think you're, you're a comedian first. Yes. Right? I, and I can tell, I am. this is what I tell, right? When I meet comedians, I can tell if they're funny or if they're good. Not from what they do on stage, because anyone can kind of be funny on stage if you've practiced and yeah, rehearsed yeah, and yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. your set, right? But it, to be really funny is when they're off stage and someone's quipping or yeah. making a thing. And I could tell that with you immediately, right? Because you're just, I don't know, you took the piss out of me. I can't remember what you said. Um, so I, so, so that, that, that's great. So yeah, okay. So we'll, we'll look at it. Your first gig was there at the Drag Queen, but when, when was your first real gig and how did that go? What, what do you mean? Like ever as like... As a stand-up, like, because basically, so my first gig was good, but I then I died for ages. Right. So I want to know, did you do well? Did you start off with you? How? Because you're good now, yeah. but there must be a period when no, you No, oh God, we were all dog shit, weren't we, at the beginning? Well. <laughs> I was really shit. I was. My, my problem was I relied on the music. I still kind of rely on the music, but I relied on the music so much mm. that I found it hard to break it down mm. and take it apart. And I did the Stockton Arc, uh, which is a gong show up in the north somewhere. That's where you live now. Yeah, by Manchester, so it's about an hour away. But it's this huge room of about 400 people and everyone in there is northern and they just want to drink and they just want to fucking shout off, 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 <laughs> off. People last 15 seconds, 30, it's just brutal. Yeah. And when I went there, I had these two songs and I thought, yeah, I could last for five minutes. And by the first half, people were just like, you know, shell shot coming off. And I thought, 
I've got to do something different. Yeah. So I just broke up my songs, took the funny bits out, and then just did some shit in between, and I managed to get through. But then, mm. after that, I realised that's how comedy works, making funny, funny, funny across the board, mm. rather than song, funny word, song. So yeah. before that, not brilliant, but to that point, then I went, okay. And then you got it. This is comedy. So then you got, and, and what were you doing like, so, so now you're a full-time comedian, that's your job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bef so like, what were you doing then before you got into comedy? Like, what, what's my backup job? Yeah. So I still have a backup, we all have backup jobs, yeah. don't we? Well, I don't. Don't you? I've been fired from, I've been fired from every job I've ever had. <laughs> I'm an animator. But, but I'll, I'll, oh yeah, you told By me. By trade, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I studied at uni. And then, because you still do that, but... I still do on the side, yeah, because it's work for yourself, isn't it? Fit in. So, you, so, so now you're, you, you're doing, you're do, you're doing stand-up and you move through the things. So your journey into stand-up, before that, you, were a mu you did music. You were I music. did music, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were a musician, but you weren't a... Well, I was a singer and they made me sort of play the guitar and I never liked to play it. So I yeah. used to turn the volume down and go... <laughs> 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 but they didn't notice that you'd turn the volume Well, it's just rhythm, right? I don't know. I don't know how bands. <laughs> when you think is, when you play in early bands and you're playing like shit venues, it's just a wall of noise. That's all people want. And is there similarities between the open mic music scene and the open mic comedy I scene? I don't think so. Fucking Have you fallen asleep again? No. What an idiot. So, all right. No. No. Okay, but what I did hear, which was interesting, but I actually want to pick up on. Go tell on. Me if you, tell, <laughs> tell me to shut up if, I, if it's inappropriate. Mention you had a wife. Yeah. So how, so, like, can I ask? Like, yeah, actually, of course you can. When yeah, did, yeah, so yeah. when did you transition? I put, so, it, it, it's difficult. I fully transitioned, mm -hmm. like, every single day like this, mm -hmm. about two, maybe three years ago. Mm -hmm. I came out in comedy and told people that I knew, close friends, that this is what was happening. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, I've always been like it. But Because you said you were an effeminate kid, and that's yeah, why you got this yeah, accent. Yeah, 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 so. I was a little sort of tipsy, tipsy toe boy uh, at the time. And as I was saying uh, to Ollie before this, like, dead name, my name was Matt before, and I'm, I'm fine with people knowing me as Matt. People still refer to me as Matt. It was a part of my life which I can't give up. Mm. And also, right, that person, if it was another person, that person protected me through loads of shit. People mm. like wanting to fight you and throwing shit at you. So Matt stands as like a little grave here, dead to testament. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to forget about Matt. Matt was amazing. Matt made you who you are today. Well, yeah, it was like I just zipped off a skin and went, ah, ah. <laughs> How long did it take you to grow your hair? Ever, fucking ever since I came out, so two and a half years or something, three years uh, so maybe. You're lucky that you've got full head of hair Sick. and it's, it's, it's long and lustrous. We've been comparing hair care tips in. <laughs> I'm not taking, I went swimming yesterday, so I'm not going to take it out. <laughs> so can I ask, so you said two years ago, so, so but two, three years ago, two or three like years ago, but you kind of knew you were always kind of effeminate. But no, I, I knew I was different. I knew I was different or since, since uh, being young, but you can't, you can't put your finger on what it is. You know, there's no information. Yeah, about none. I always felt different. I always felt what I had felt... Because you don't know at that age what the other thing is. Mm -hmm. But these parts of your body, you know, the dysphoria, it makes it feel as if it shouldn't be there. That, that's, that's where it starts, I forget. So, 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 when, so when you were like... But you're, 
You're, you are. Let me get this. Yeah, let me get this straight. So I don't say. I don't say this incorrectly. You are. You, you are a lesbian, and you like. You're into women. Basically, what I'm well, saying. Well, yeah, but the, the, basically, it's termed that way mm. because I, I'm a woman and I'm mm. with women, so yeah. I am a lesbian. Yeah. Um, got some water coming in there. Um, but it's a strange term, isn't it? Because I don't know. It's just it's just a murky world of of information. But I think what I what I'm kind of interested in is like so when you were growing up, yeah. you were an effeminate. You were effeminate, right? I as was a, as a little kid. Always, as a kid. Oh, and always into women. Never thought of boys. Never so was, have done. Nothing changes when you come out. So there wasn't like anyone was trying to. Oh, maybe you're gay or anything like that. It was like I'm I'm into women. I kind of think people thought I was going to be gay. Yeah. And yeah. then when I came out, everyone definitely thought I was gay. But that's not how it works. You don't come out and just start sucking people's dicks. What? <laughs> <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> I've been doing it for for fuck's sake. One dick too many. I only, I only do it for work. Um, <laughs> You're not getting paid enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I get, I get paid in dick and I like it. Um, so, 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 so then, so then, but you said, so you beat, you kind of knew since up until two or three years ago that you were, you've had this thing lingering, you were married, you've had, you know, um, relationship, you, yeah, 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 and, then, women, yeah. and then what was the what was it that like two, three years ago that you thought it was? We were in lockdown, right? And my brain went because, like, you build up to it, you sort of you think you're going to do it, then you're not, don't do it, you know, social pressures, family pressures, you just don't know what's going to happen. So, you sort of you join when I first joined the forum, god, about 15 years ago, all the trans people and they're talking, they're like, do you know Bertie Jenner? No, okay, just checking, <laughs> friend of mine. Transitioned during lockdown as well. Oh, okay. Um, and the, we went to WrestleMania together. Nice. Formerly lad, like lad, lad, WrestleMania, football. I'm on Instagram, I'm going through it. I'm like, whoa, who's this babe? <laughs> Bertie, what the fuck, mate? <laughs> so, so it was, it, surprise. Yeah, surprise. So they, but apparently Bertie, still known as Bertie, doesn't, hasn't, hasn't changed the name, yeah. is, uh, was quite a big kind of early voice on kind Ooh. of the, the trans forums and stuff. So I thought, I'm just checking if you no, know. No, yeah, I don't know. So two, three years ago, sorry, I interrupted. Oh, I'm no, no, so, so, yeah, you, you sort of build up to it. It's kind of like when you give up drinking. You give up for a couple of days, you have a drink. You give up for you know a couple of weeks, you have, and then you give up. On these forums, they said to you, get, <laughs> get dressed up yeah. and go to the post box at night. That's like, that's your thing, to get out of the house. And I remember I did that. And as soon as I walked out of the house, there was yeah. someone at the end of the road that I knew. Oh, really? And I'm like, I can't Is do it. Is this in Woking? Yeah, and I was like, I can't do this. I can't yeah. do it. Um, did you, and your wife knew about this? My wife knew, not right at the beginning. I was with my wife for seven years. Um, we were only married for about one year. But I told, I, I proposed to her. And then the day after, I was like, actually, I think she needs to know. It's only honest to mm. let her know what she's getting herself in for, but we'll see how it goes. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. And then mm. we got married three years later. And then after about a year, we'd sort of realised that actually it wasn't going to work. Mm -hmm. So we just got divorced. Um, if amicably or... Well, I don't think divorce is usually oh, okay. amicable. Let's check. Sometimes, sometimes it can end... As, no. Not, none of my relationships ever ended no. amicably, but <laughs> no. fair enough. You've got... But, you did the right thing though, because it's could have you, you know. Otherwise, you're living. Oh no, a lie, yeah, yeah. And, and you, you read, you end read, up resenting each other. Yeah, well, you, you read like online as well. People have like um, kids and stuff, and they can't come out, and then it gets really murky. And you know, when you want to come out, like who was that bloke that came? Was it Philip Schofield? 
when he came uh, out gay. Yeah. And he'd like been living this whole life not. Every, well, how, what, do you, what do you think of that? Man, look, but the guy was like, ah, everyone's like, ah, he's a hero. It's like, man, you've been, that's the worst of the worst. You've been cheating on your wife for this X amount of years <laughs> with the like, the night of the 16 year old intern. And it was like, ah, what a hero. What a fucking, go on, go on, Phil. No, I the don't think he did that. to Gordon the Gopher. <laughs> Where is Roland Isn't the Rat? It? Where's Roland the Rat now? Isn't it Sean Walsh that says in his in his stand-up, I got kicked, I got kicked out of television or scorned from television just because I had a sneaky kiss with one of the the um, dancers. Yeah. And Philip Schofield sucks dick and he becomes <laughs> a national hero. He said I should have sucked dick. Yeah. He's he's very he's very funny, um, Sean Walsh. Oh god, I've yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. Have, really you, have you met him? I've, I've gigged with him a couple uh, of times. Yeah, I've not met him out, outside of the gig, though. Oh, yeah, well, well obviously, neither have I. I've also <laughs> gigged with him, and he's a nice, in person, he, he's, he's a nice guy, very funny. Um, I think he's just had a kid, actually. Right. So, but yeah, that she, that his, the one who ever, what, she fucking milked that for all she yeah. could to make, and the fact that we can't remember her name. I don't know, no, I don't know. So, story is, yeah. you've been on the forum, like, okay, so you... you so you I came out in lockdown, yeah, yeah, and I, the reason why was because nobody was outside, and you just worry about what people think of you outside, yeah. so I thought this is the best time to, to do it, because you have to do it, it's, you have to do it, but to be recognised and to recognise yourself, you can't keep jumping back between, you know, boy, girl, gender, gender, you have to make a decision, mm-hmm. um, do you, is this the thing that you are? Is this the thing that you want to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and during lockdown, I thought, yeah, I could walk around the streets in whatever I want, yeah. and this is the time. Yeah. So I just went, Let, let's do it. And from that day, we, we started doing it. And then what is the process then? Like, so, so okay, so you, it, like, the, like the whole process. So, so you've made that step one. Yeah. And then to get to where you are now, so... Was like, <laughs> well, well, you're a woman now, like, so we, we accept you as a woman, but like, we're not like, no, I you know, know what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, three there's... years ago, I was a boy, yeah. and I still see people that I gig with that haven't seen me in between, so they still think, no, they, they question whether this is still Jenny B side the act mm. or whether this is me now. So, some people still call me Matt, and it's like, and I don't go, oh my god, how dare you call me Matt. You f- I you just slack. Yeah, <laughs> well, sometimes you make them feel uncomfortable if they've been an arsehole to you in the past. Yeah, it's fair enough. You know, it's, it, it does come with its uh, positives. But what I mean in it is like, like if you, so you, I you know, know what you mean. I like mean, like, like oh, what's the, and stuff no, no, like no, no that. not even, not even that. I actually kind of want to know what the process is like. Oh, if you want to start, like, I'm gonna, that's it. I'm going all in now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a woman, so I, you know, you need to stop. Like I, I, when I was 18, I did steroids, right? Yeah. Steroids. <laughs> and I, I, I think in hindsight, it fucked up my endocrine system because I did them too soon. Didn't know <laughs> what I was doing, and that's why I should be. My arms are really long because I think I should have been a bit taller, right? And, I, and, and now my missus is like, you fucking idiot! You could have been a bit taller. I'm six foot, but I think I could have been a bit bigger. But, but never good know, enough. Like, do you have to, you have to tell a doctor. Like, what is the process? Like, so how you have that to work? take uh, HRT hormones. But how? But how do you say even before? Oh, okay, that, right. So you call yeah, up you the doctor and say, hey. No, you don't call call up the doctor. You go to like, well, you can go like on in the, your situation. So right? you go to the NHS. Well, I spoke to friends about what to do. So if you want to start trans. Forming yourself. So you already had friends? Already had trans I had a couple of trans friends, yeah, who had oh. already, they were at different stages, so mm. they knew. But the thing with trans people is, 
our journeys are different. You can't give 100% advice. You mm. can only suggest ways forward. And dysphoria... Different in kind of what ways? Well, your dysphoria is in different places. Some people have dysphoria about the chest, face, you know, bollocks. Mm. Some people have it wherever. Mm. So your journey is going to be different. What's most important to you is going to be different. Mm. Mine is my tits. <laughs> so, you know, I've always thought that that's something missing. Yeah. So you felt that you wanted... Always, always, yeah. So that was my number one thing. And if you take HRT... Um, God, I sound like I'm going into my set now. No, Do you but know it's, what I mean? Because no. you know I've got comedy. I've got comedy about HRT. <laughs> no, oh, look, it's, it's a tampon. It, but it's interesting because <laughs> no, of course, of I want course. our listeners to see. You know, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is how it is. So I'm so, sure our listeners fucking feel like they're missing out on tits as well. Don't, don't get. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can have my old put-ins. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll eBay them. Um, so yeah, you go to a gender specialist. There is an NHS one, but it's like a four or five-year wait just to be seen and that's too long that's just to be seen to be recognized just, just to be seen yeah so if you go private and you speak to a psychologist you tell them what's going on how, and how and how much does that cost that that initial appointment was i think it's 300 quid so not super expensive it's, the but bit, it's out of the point it is a bit expensive yeah yeah, yeah. i could afford it because as i say i used to do animation and it used to pay yeah. okay so then you get that you go to see a specialist and then they give you advice on how to proceed normally. So, wait, so, wait, so, so, sorry. When you go to the psychologist, pay for £300, you sit there, it's a one-on-one -on -one for like an hour. Yeah, and yeah. They, and they're asking you like... All sorts of stuff. It's really, really intense. And it's, it's actually up to them to decide whether you can continue medically. Kind of like a job interview. It kind of is, yeah. Because like if she'd have said no, it wouldn't have changed anything in me because I still have these... Feelings, yeah. you know what I mean? It's so like, how did you? Jesus, no, like fuck off. And how did you feel when you were chatting to her, like the conversation? I, for for me, because I'd felt it all my life, I didn't like some people say that you you've got to really dress up for her and just really yeah. feminine and really prove to her that you're a lady. But that's not what being a lady is, is it? Yeah. It's not just a bit of makeup. It's about which is good. But that's an interesting thing that you said. It's not just putting the makeup on because all no. that people are like. Oh, you put a makeup on doesn't make you a woman, which is why I was kind of alluding thing. the drag thing. Yeah. Like that's why like so I was chatting to me and Vince were out the other night and we were at Connections and we was chatting to a drag queen. And <laughs> she it, was fit, oh no, I get no, it. No, that's but, how but, it starts. But, but it was but, yeah. <laughs> we were listening, I don't know what Vince's standards even need fit. But <laughs> he was referring to her as she when it was when when we don't know that for a hundred percent. But which is why I was going into like, because it could be a dude when... Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, so drag role is, it's just a drag role. Yeah. If the, if the drag uh, person is dressed as a man or woman, you refer to them, and then when they're out of drag, you refer to them as they are. Those, just are, how they those are the rules. So they're, well, they're, well, they're just loose rules, but it, that's how, it's how they appear. Okay. Like, if you watch Drag Race, which you probably don't. I don't. No. But I don't watch any TV. Right. I well, only watch... But it's just one of those things. That's where I learned it. I oh, learned really? it through that. Because I used to say to my mates, I'm like, how do you know whether yeah. it's her or him or whatever? And it's like, yeah, it's how you present in drag. You just... But, but the, the difference is, that's never appealed to you. Because you felt, I'm not dressing up. I'm a woman 100% well, you, you, in, you, in when yourself. When you grow up, you start dressing. But it's not enough. No, but now, I'm saying to you now, you 100, in your mind, it's like, listen, I can't turn this down, take this off, because it's 
doesn't, there's no off switch. No. Whereas for them, I've uh, turned this off, now I'm Yeah, do like, what, like for drag as well, I think a lot of drag is about adoration mm. as well as stage craft kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Drag's a lot of, look at me, love me, I'm a, I'm a sexy person. But the thing for me of drag, and this is my honest thing, and that's how I know I'm not into men, is some drag queens are absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Absolutely gorgeous, and you fall in love with them, and then they uh, get undressed and go back to being boys, mm -hmm. and they're boys. And I'm like, I don't fancy you now. What do you think then? I like the uh, light. What, what do you think of lady boys? Translated. No, um, I've never thai, met thai, one. Thai lady boys. I've never met one. So you know my, you I know would my, say they're fit, 100%. But you yeah. know my thing is, my whole <laughs> What's thing. What's thing? My whole thing, Jenny, is this. Stop it. My whole thing on it is, <laughs> la, 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 is, la. is, is <laughs> I don't really judge on anything unless I think the person is fit. Right. Do you know what I mean? If I find yeah, that yeah, person fit, it's, it's regard, that's it. It's, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, and then Dame at Savage got funny jokes. I'm going to use his jokes there. Like, I might be gay, I don't know. I haven't met the right guy in it yet. And I hope I never do, right? But it's like, <laughs> it's like if you meet, like, you know what I mean? So I'm not, like you like, oh, but I'm you not need into it question, yeah. Well, yeah. like, you know what I mean? People, um, you, one you know, but my friend always says, but how do you know? So you either try, yeah. Or like you could yeah, fucking now the internet's full of ways to find out whether you're into it or not. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Watching a f nah, I'm not into that, mate. True, fair enough. Ten films later, I'm still not into it. <laughs> you know, right? No, if it's not your, if it's not your thing. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. You don't actually need to go and suck a dick. Fair. Unless you want to. It's like I keep going, I keep going on about sucking yeah, dick. Yeah, stop shouting, Jenny. <laughs> and every time I do, your brain goes. It's just, it's, just fla it's just flashbacks, it's just flashbacks. <laughs> it's not, it's, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to have, I'm trying to like ask the questions that I want to ask, but I don't want to, I want to, you know, I think we have a nice, but I want to get to like, the interesting things that I'm interested in. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah, it'd be yeah, like, yeah. so you've had the, this meeting, then they put you on HRT. No, they don't just put you on it. Like they, you go through this process, which is you have to live as a woman for, I think it's two years. And the idea of that is, is that there are a lot of societal pressures. When you mm -hmm. go out, you know, I've been beaten up, I've been attacked, I've been spat at, all this, and I'm still here. Shit. But... And what, 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 why did you, what happened, like, when you got... They just, you know, it, a lot of things could be trans-related, a lot of things could be just unlucky. Mm -hmm. You know, wrong place, wrong time. And you have to sort of build in and take that in. But I, my, I personally think if you're going to strap around the streets, it's not going to be like the Bee Gees singing, you could tell by the way, are you? and like fucking flowers, mm -hmm. it's a hard world out there. Mm -hmm. So if you've lived within a the confines of what a woman mm -hmm. is and goes through, you know that shit. Mm -hmm. And that is, you then know if you want to do it or you don't want to do it. Whereas if you don't go through that, you just go, hey, yeah, tick. And then you're out in the street and it's, it could be bad for you. So, so those first two years, you've had to live as a woman. Yeah. And then, like, how, what was, like, what are the immediate differences that you feel and you Blokes see? Like stare at your tits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah we love, you know what? It's, it's, this is a fact, 100% of the time. But this, everyone loves tits, so. I love Be tits. Because here's the thing, right? If you put, everyone loves, uh, everyone loves tits. This is the fact. If you put balloons up someone's T-shirt, 
no matter who they are, man, woman, what, they will they will squeeze them. They can't. They Everyone, also feel sexy. Fucking tits are sexy. Don't get me started on that. What I want to know though is like, so you, those two years where you're living, yeah, like this is what like what what, what that just involves like. What does it involve? Well, it's, it's a weird one because you don't really know if that makes sense, but you just do the thing, you know, you, you dress as a woman, you, are, um, you ask people to um, uh, address you as a woman, stuff like that. When you say the word, uh, be a woman for two years, it, you don't kind of know if, like, I was just trying to be myself. Mm. So she might as well have just said to and me, did that make you try and be yourself for two years rather than hide away with this matte fucking skin. Yeah. And did that make, and when, and in those two years, did you feel like, okay, I feel like more? Yeah, you yeah, felt I, more I, I did, I felt myself. That, that's, that's it, you know, yeah. whether I'm trans, he, she, her, it, that, I just, I just me. And then, and then, and then they give you HRT. If you want it, yeah. And do you take HRT? Yeah, it's like a gel and I rub it into my legs. This is, so this is what I actually want to know. <laughs> I, this is what I love steroids and all this. So I want to know how, this the is drugs. what I want to know. Tell I want to know the drugs. drugs. I want to know the side effects. And, and whether I wanna, my, the size of my tits, yeah. Well, well, so, so, so Bertie's dad, right, it's funny, right? So when Bertie's, Bertie was going through the transition, spoke to their dad and the dad was like, I've only got one question for you, it's proper serious, like everything's serious. So he's come out, dad, he used to be tennis player, but his dad was like serious, right? And he goes, I've got one question. How big are your tits gonna be? And that was, uh, that, that his dad said that to Bertie as a joke. Yeah. I mean, it didn't work now, you didn't laugh. But it, well, it, well, it, is, it is funny, I've, I've ruined everyone else's jokes. Anyway, but what I wanna know about HRT is like, so you, so, so you take, it's a gel. Yeah, well you take it lots of different ways, so depending how do you on take your it? age. Yeah, it's a, it's a gel in a pump. And I just rub it into my legs. And how often do you have to take Every that? Every day. Well, twice a day, but I just do it once in the morning. And then, so the, what's that called? Uh, Is that, that's, that's a form of estrogen? It's, it's estrogen, yeah. I can't think of the one I take. But yeah, it's estrogen, basically. And did you, do you have any side of, like, so, so when I did steroids, actually, <laughs> ironically, I took testosterone. <laughs> one of the side effects is you grow tits afterwards, yeah. right? If you don't come yeah. up and do the yeah. post-cycle therapy and take... Uh, the stuff they give to plummet, they give that to women, right? right? To not get them pregnant. They give it to women who want to get pregnant, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't take, I didn't take plummet, but I, I got away with it. So I want to know, do you have any like side effects? Not at the beginning. At the beginning, like it makes you feel tired because basically what's happening is you've got all this estrogen coming in your body and we're taking over. Mm -hmm. But testosterone is much stronger and mm -hmm. it goes, no, you're not, yeah. no, you're not. So they just have a massive fight in your body and every morning you're like, guys, girls, <sighs> just fucking sort yourselves out. <laughs> and then for me, after about a year, you get checked, all your levels get checked. I had this little, just the last bit of testosterone wouldn't fuck off. Oh, it, just, really? it was just dug in, in the trenches. Really? So then you have to have this injection, I think it's called a T-blocker. Okay. Yeah, and it's a huge needle. It's about oh, that shit. big, like about that round. And it's a, basically, they put a capsule in you and then that gets rid of the last of the, uh, the testosterone and then the estrogen just floods in and everything starts growing and fat transfer and brrr, your face changes. And, and did you f get any mental changes? Because I've read that when you take other people who've changed, I'm, if I'm saying inappropriate. No, I have, no, I have. Like, you no, feel yeah, like you're right. You, you just I seem to know a lot more than I know. <laughs> I'm, 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 listen, I can't, 
I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah. But I felt like because when I <laughs> so I can, when I'm taking testosterone, it makes me angrier, right? Yeah. But when you're taking estrogen, does it make you more sympathetic, more like more can, girly? Not even more girly. I wouldn't say that, but more no. like. Doesn't change your feelings. No. You didn't feel more empathic or anything like that. No, I've always been a sensitive. So you didn't you didn't twat. feel any different when you took the estrogen, like no. the, in, like mentally. Well, mentally, I felt when things are growing, it it's really odd because all the things you've ever wanted mm -hmm. are starting to happen, but all the things you've ever lived with are starting to disappear, and it's a real. You're kind of mourning the death of your. Old self, in a way. Well, you are, yeah, yeah, in your old physique, because yeah. your physique changes, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you do a testosterone blocker, I'll be honest, it completely wipes out your sex drive, like it goes to zero. Oh, really? And it makes it like I felt like one night I was just asleep and this wind come in and was like, I love that. What? I took it. I just woke up next day and I was like, Oh, mate, where is it? No, where I the leave. fuck is it gone? I don't know if that would be a good thing not to have a fucking libido. A libido, libido. Because sometimes you're just like, oh, I want to fucking... This is the thing, like, I, I kind of get to experience both, both of those emotions. Because like, people like blokes are fuck anything. Yeah. And women don't. That's true. And women don't. But it, it, it kind of is testosterone. It's a real sexual force. And without it, it's more, you know... When I'm with my girlfriend, it's much more loving and yeah. not just fucking get it over and done with. It's like Netflix and chill. <laughs> As opposed to just... It's probably just Netflix. Yeah, it's just the Netflix, the Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's crazy. So then, so then, so the estrogen, but it didn't make you feel more, like, didn't change that. And now no, you've taken it, it and you've got this blocker in, what, that stays there for yeah, life? Yeah, it stays in there for three months and you go back and then they chunk it in. Is that like when the women get the, the in the pregnancy one? Could be. The, so my, my missus had nonplolon, implolon, or whatever, and she had it there and it was like she's going to get pregnant. Ah, I see. So I think it might be the same. Well, it sounds similar. Yeah, could be. So. But it's a big old fucking needle. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well. There you go, maybe. And um, when the nurse gives it to you, because it's not a normal needle, it really does hurt, and I have it in my stomach. <laughs> but it always reminds me, do you know when you see in the films when you see someone um, kill somebody and then apologise as they're doing it, and they go, sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. When she does it, she says that. She pokes it into my stomach. She goes, this won't hurt. She pokes it in, and she it goes, hurts. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I think, oh, my God, I'm dying, I'm dying. That's crazy. <laughs> And then, but now, so, the, so now then, the, what's, what are the next, like, going forward, like, what are your next, so this is, so you've started in lockdown, lived for two years, met a psychologist, like two, three, yeah, 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 yeah. been taking this gel cream, and now you're living as a woman, you've got a partner, and then what are then, like, the next stages? I'm entirely up to you, it's, uh, you know, now, uh, it used to be that I would get, like, all of this, this, this operations done, and get it done, and get it done. But one of the things you kind of realise is if you've got dysphoria, you want yeah. rid of something. Yeah. But you also realise that if you're with a loving partner, they love you for you, whatever you've got going. Mm -hmm. um, so that the idea that I need to do it is much, much less. Definitely going to get my tits done. Yeah. But, you know, bottom but you surgery, grow, but, as they but, call but, it. But, but, 
They grow, yeah. They grow anyway, yeah, right? Growing them, yeah. But you want you want the Pamela Anderson. Well, you grow enough yeah. to extend, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you've got like a drum skin, yeah, you ain't gonna <laughs> you ain't gonna get a lot in. Ah. So if you grow enough tissue, that's what you want. But I'm not going like super big or anything. Well, give me a size, will you? <laughs> I'd just be. But you know, they always say go one one cup up yeah. because you will always regret not. So but you just yeah, that's good. And then, and then you mentioned bottom surgery. That is something on the car. Like, yeah. isn't that kind of your partner's kind of a choice you have to kind of make with your partner, though? Well, as I say, if your partner's happy with you yeah. as a body, as a person, yeah. it doesn't really matter unless they're against one. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, you kind of, it's like, it's, you, but you have to factor that into... Oh, God, you should talk about yeah. it. Yeah, you don't just kind of suddenly one, come home one day and go, hey... Check this out, and they're yeah. like, I, I wasn't into that. No, that's, that's mental. You've got to factor it in. Well, you know, I always talk to my, my partners from the beginning yeah. about what's going on, otherwise it's just a fucking waste of time. <laughs> and you've been with your, this current partner for? Just over a year. Just over a year. I keep going into Australia. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because we're here, we're here now. Okay, we're in Australia. Right, how long have we done? Get it up, yeah. 35 minutes. Is that it? 35 minutes? Producer Ollie Horn. Yeah, okay. get it up, yeah. If at any point I'm saying anything that I'm inappropriate, I'm just want to ask the question. I don't think I, you are. No, it's I'm trying to be... Divisive stuff, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think we've said anything. So, like, yeah, no. I mean, I've, so here's... So you've listened to our podcast, right? So yeah. you kind of know... I think people think that we have a divisive podcast. I don't know if that's partly because of the name, because we call ourselves Three Speech, which actually just because we were in lockdown and we just thought, <laughs> oh, wait, there's three of us. That's a way to have a, have a name. But my personal opinion, and, and I'm, I don't drag you into anything divisive, is that I feel that a lot of trans people are being used as like a, uh, a punching bag. Like, they, uh, so, uh, you, if you no, 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 let, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, yeah, me, yeah, let, yeah. Me, let, me, let me explain myself and then you could tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Freeze frame. Which, which I might be wrong, I probably am wrong, <laughs> but I mean, like, I feel like you're being used as like a political tool because most people, oh God, yeah. most trans people just want to go about their lives, they don't give a shit, they want to well, do Well, we want, they want rights, you know, that, yeah. that, we want rights, but I don't, I don't think, like, <laughs> I don't think we're, 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 again, it's like, it's a sliding scale, isn't it? You mm. get extreme right, you get extreme left, you mm. get extreme, tra you get extreme everything. And the extremes is what people will always grab onto. Mm -hmm. You know, like but both sides, both sides oh, are, you, are using of course. the trans rights. And we're as all a, sort of in the middle, yeah, and you're wanting rights. Yeah. But these two are saying there's too many rights and there's not enough rights. Yeah. You know, I just want to be and not be used as a political or even a tool in the media for people to hate us for some mm. reason. And and in your day to day life, how do you find, <laughs> like, so? I guess on, in, on, in comedy stages, everyone must love you. I mean, you're funny. You're well, they, I, this, again, this is why I come out in comedy, because on the stage, people don't have to... It's weird. It's, weird. People, it, it's really hard to explain, because people don't have to interact with you, if that make, makes sense, on a personal level, because you're in a crowd, you're presenting to them. I do comedy about me bollocks and, you know, the way I look and the way blokes feel around me. And it's funny, but if I, I'll give you an example. So I did the comedy store. There was loads of um, army guys London in there. They were like, Ugh. yeah, sorry, London Comedy yeah. Store. And they were like, yeah, we love you. That's amazing. That's great. 
and they were drunk and afterwards they went why don't you come out of us into town yeah. so I went okay and that was it. I used to drink so I had a few beers and I went into town and I met them and as soon as I got to the bar yeah. they kind of realised oh hold on there's guys standing with a trans woman we're not gay this is this is all yeah. and they just blanked me and were oh, really yeah. sort of mean about it yeah, and I just realised at that point that that's the difference do you see what I mean when you're not specifically connected to me i.e. in comedy we can just do what the fuck we like mm -hmm. but not for everybody obviously but some people suddenly go oh no i feel a bit gay being around you <laughs> and it's it's just a thing or no not necessarily gay but just awkward or uncomfortable you know we mm. wouldn't be mates outside of the comedy stage do you think well, i'd be your mate no no of course no, well no. we are yeah you know? so you think so so so, and, then, and then they just think that was like you went out and then they were just like no we're not in yeah they, yeah they, they, were, like, they were really sort of nice they were doing that thing where they start look I can't think much of yours and that kind of like starts to, to rise so I just left you know I'm not going to be part of that yeah. there's just no point but that's that's I find the difference societal pressures I say societal pressure I don't even know what the term means really so, but so Bertie said there's trans misogyny that's 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 what that's what they told me. There's a trans misogyny. Even in the trans community, there's trans misogyny, where there's a sliding scale of, uh, this is a trans woman who's like, oh, oh, I see what you mean. Like, if if there was a sliding scale from naught percent, you've just stepped on the yeah, scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. and to hundred percent, you are yeah. everything's done. Yeah. That is not a trans thing. That's a personality thing. That is, there are people if they were in. I don't know, car racing or whatever, you yeah. know. It's your personality. If yeah. you're, you just want to fucking belittle people. Yeah. I had some woman on Instagram when I was starting out. So I thought I was gender fluid because you just, there's so much information out there. It's too much. You get too confused. Much so I thought I was gender fluid because I was going between the two. And I put a picture on Instagram of me as a, as a woman, you know, uh, like with makeup and stuff on and, you know, dress. And this, and, and I just used the hashtag trans. This woman fucking came at me from out of nowhere, like as you say, pretty far down the road with it, and went, "How dare you use the trans? You're not fucking trans." You know. What so I mean? she was a trans woman. Yeah, and she, and she was putting down on you. Yeah, because because I was gender fluid. I wasn't uh. trans. She's like, "You're not really trans." And what happened was that put me back and made me feel because I was heading towards. The trans umbrella you know and coming out but that put me back mm -hmm. because i was like oh shit am i am i not have i offended this person but i look back now and she's just a cunt <laughs> <laughs> and this is what i mean it's not because she was trans she as a person is a horrible person i think i think that do you know um, what i mean it's like not all men not all trans not all i don't but know i think that's the that's the main thing is that sometimes people are just cunts yeah. Sometimes people are just... Like cyc they're, they're no, just all cyclists are, aren't they? Yeah, all cyclists um, are. No, but do you know what I mean? If you ride a bike or you're in a car, you're about to shoot... Stephen Grant. Uh, Alan asked me a very, very um, uh, big question the well, first time I met him. Alan so Anderson is the <laughs> promoter who's brought us out together. He's doing to great Australia. things. Yeah, he's, he's doing great things. Says. He's doing great things. Yeah. But he, he wanted to know about me as well. And, it, you know, first time I met him... We went out, he's very nice to me, I, I did his gig, he said I did really well, and he took us out to a restaurant, and we were sitting there, and it was a quiet restaurant, Alan's really loud, yeah. and he turned around to me and went, so, Jennifer, tell me, what do you think about transgender people in sport? <laughs> and I was like, 
fuck, that is a that is a big opener. That is a big and I didn't know what to say, so I just went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know because it, again, it, it has its pluses, it has its minuses. It's a very grey area. You've got people either side mm -hmm. fighting, mm -hmm. whereas all we want in the middle is again to be accepted. How we're accepted is is gonna so, be tough, isn't so, it? Okay, so without going on to either side <laughs> and saying what is what is it then you said what do you think of trans no no sport? i'm not going to ask about trans women in sport or trans people in sport or anything what what is it then that you think okay this is the the your ideal scenario right that, like yeah so, so he's asked you that and he said well we want what what is that well how does i'm that not look? in sports so no obviously i'm not fast but there's a lot of misinformation out there which is yeah. the problem it, there's misinformation in everything, even politics. You know, I yeah. wish there was just a web page I could go to that said this is true and this isn't true. Mm -hmm. You know, and th th this is the thing. I mean, let's be honest. Most people don't want to play sport anyway. No. Like, who's playing sport after no. the age of like 25? Not in fucking Australia. Yeah, <laughs> like, no one's playing. Well, no one's playing sport you're a anyway. Swimmer. But but yeah, exactly. So so I mean, this doesn't. This is affects very small, a very small, a very small, a very small percent not all trans people but, yeah but this is what i'm saying but all trans people now get labeled into this well i think we should just all sit down as the rule the people who make the rules should all get together they might have already done it we're, I think the, people, we're, we're the people who make the, we're making <laughs> rules right now <laughs> we're fucking not yeah we're not, we're not. okay then trans I'm, people are allowed I'm, to do I'm anything get, i haven't had breakfast so i'm getting drunk so that's what's actually <laughs> he's on his second pint i'm, I'm on, on the fucking coffee mate yeah. <laughs> well you don't drink anymore no but because I'm a can when yeah. I drink. Uh, are you? Well, mm. I'm actually a good drunk. Um, I'm a bad comedian drunk. Oh, actually, well. before I forget, <laughs> before I get, this episode is proudly presented by High Point Care for all your CBD needs. Hey, do you have trouble falling asleep at night? Why not do some CBD from High Point Care? <laughs> We've done it. It's great. Get the drinks. Use our code through SP. You will get 20% off. We'll get loads of money. Um, it'll be great. Sorry, I have forgot to do that at the start. That's <laughs> right, I wasn't offered any, by the way. Well, with that, you know what? They gave us shitloads. So, Jenny, you're definitely going to come on the podcast when we're in London yeah, in the yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. They, they gave us loads of stuff, but I didn't want to bring it because I travelled via yeah, Abu Dhabi and yeah. I didn't want to get stopped. I came through Doha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <how laughs> was I'll tell you a funny thing, right? I wanted to be, I wanted to look as, as less trans as I humanly could. Yeah. Just in case I got stopped and put in a cell. Oh, really? Just because it's in your mind, that's but, all. But you know um, Larry Dean got stopped, right? Did he? Larry Dean For got... looking so pale that he, well, he, like got he was carrying drugs. He got stopped because he had... Well, I don't... Oh, fuck it. He won't listen to this podcast. But apparently he got stopped. He had, like, uh, prep on him. Oh, uh, right. And he had a big ordeal and he was stopped putting a cell overnight. Wow. How do you feel about male attention? In what way? There's, well, two, there's two different. There's so, so let me tell you, as a guy, if a woman comes on to me or even like, you know, I think this is for men, right? It's my, me speaking personal thing. I like that, right? I yeah. like it. Like, I think men like it. Like, oh, he's a bit fluff. Women yeah. like that. Yeah. Dark guys, we like that, right? So do you, how do you feel like if a, like some sleazy guy comes on to you in a club, like, hey, baby, how you do? What are you being on my lap? I don't like it. You don't like it? No, because... I think oh, maybe, it, maybe 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 it is sleazy. <laughs> Again, it's about the ramifications of what that 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 pertains to, if that makes sense. Sleazy guy comes on to you, clearly. He might not just, be sleazy. He's just oh, coming I, on to you. Guy comes on to you, maybe drunk. Yeah. Your brain says he just wants to bang me in the alley. Yeah, right? That's right. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whereas if a woman comes on to you, yeah, all right, she might want to bang you in the alley. I'm not saying women don't want to do that, mm. but it would probably be a little bit, bit more tender. That's where my brain goes. Where does I've got? I've also got like ADHD diagnosed. So oh, we my, got ADHD. I got ADHD. Have yeah. you? Well, so this podcast must be the. <laughs> this this I'm on Alvance, right? Right. So do you know what it is? This, it's, it's the. I got diagnosed. Got Alvance. Told everyone. Everyone's messaging me, well, how do I get a diagnosis? I think I've sent that doctor the most commission he's ever yeah, had. Yeah, well, so many uh, Dave Twentyman get, yeah. I got from him. Oh, really? So, 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 so we're, we're, we're both on... But my, mind, my mind races, yeah. So if someone comes on to me, my mind races all the way up to marriage, I think, within oh, about really? 30 seconds. So you, you don't <laughs> find that like... Not from guys, no. And I, th I think as well, that's because of past experiences where... You know, when you say no, they mm. get angry. Not again, not all men, but they get angry mm. or fucking hell, waste my time, you fucking gay lord or whatever. Mm. It's like my experiences of men are different to, to women coming on to me. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with now we're going to do the toilet thing. When I used the men's toilets or mm. when I was in between, mm -hmm. guys used to get angry that I was in their toilet or they used to get confused and then they'd get angry because they were confused, stuff like that. I've never had a problem in a in a woman's toilet mm -hmm. because, well, I'm not yeah, doing women. anything in there that, that's wrong. And I'm, well, <laughs> all women do. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? But it's like, I remember when I was starting in comedy and I started to use the women's toilets or the, the gender, um, what do you call them, gender neutral toilets. Mm -hmm. And I'd be doing my makeup and we'd just chat. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, I'd, I'd use men's toilets and blokes would walk in and go, oh my God, what's this? And I'd go, no, 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 this is the men's. And they go, what are you doing in there? And it's like, oh, but nah. see, But see that point you made, that's really interesting because... And it's, again, it's just experience. No, but... I but, don't but, demand. But, but this is a really interesting point because, like, everyone's like, oh, you use the men's toilets. But actually... It's difficult. But, but the, the actual reason, which actually, yeah... You want to fucking do your makeup and stuff. You can't do that in the. In well, the it's just really awkward. Yeah, you of know, course. when you sit in a urinal as well. <laughs> no, but not even no, that. No, it but is. Like, but like, yeah, it's like it's that makes. Sometimes like, it's not just for that. It's mm -hmm. time you want a bit of respite. And it's just, I don't know. It's a, we get moving into safe spaces, which is obviously mm -hmm. a difficult one as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but yeah. Your I, brain's going, ask, no, ask, No, it's not, it's, it's I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to put you in a uncomfortable position. Do you want to talk about it? But it's interesting to yeah. me because when I'm thinking of that question, oh, should they be, should, should trans people be allowed to use the toilet of their sex? For me, I, I, I'm not a woman, so it's not my, I don't really mind. I don't care. Right. And I think there's, uh, I think the whole polemical part of it comes if, I were to say, oh, I'm a, I'm a woman, I'm going to use it now, yeah. or I'm taking advantage of stuff. Yeah. But actually, the thing is, it's like, man, most people, you know, like, when you said, I want to sit do my makeup, you can't do your, you, it, you can't do your makeup in the men's toilet. No. You just can't. No. You just can't. It would be like, people would come in and be like, no, what's going on? You yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. Every now and then I put eyeliner on, and you can't. Do you? When I was, what, once upon a time, Jenny, once upon a time. I wondered why he was so good looking Once upon a time, I was fucking cool, Jenny, and I'd put eyeliner on. But I can't stand, even, I can't stand in the mirror and put eyeliner on. It looks fucking weird, right? <laughs> fucking, I'll, I'll get so, beaten up. So you're, you're. I got beaten up for being gay, right? My nose really? broke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, some wow. guy, some guy at, at a house party, 
he came up to me and oh, are you gay <laughs> and i was like was, was this is the most this is the most demeaning thing that's probably ever happened i went to house party with leo yeah this is years ago right <laughs> he had meeting some girl there there was one other fit girl and it was it was a Star Wars house party, right? Right. So all these nerds dressed in Star Wars, right? <laughs> and um, the, this one, there was only one other fit girl. Leo was the other one. She came up to me. I was like, oh, do I? And I was like, I'm leaving. It's shit. I was like, I, my phone was on two percent. I was like, I have a charger. It's like fit girl like, came out of the mist. And, oh, I have a phone charger. Right? <laughs> Hello. And she took me to she took me to her bedroom. Right. Nothing happened, but I plugged in my phone. We were chatting. Then afterwards, this guy came up to me and he was like, Yeah, you gay? And I was like what he goes, yeah you're gay aren't you i was like what are you talking about yeah you you okay and he just smacked punched mm. me right in the face and he and he and he broke my nose Fuck. so he thought i was gay and then he just went on on to me but i went to the police yeah and i was because i'm a grass and i was like <laughs> pussy hole and i went to the police and, the police, and, and i said yeah but he he it was a, this was a homophobic attack and they were like yeah but you're not gay i went yeah, but he didn't fucking know that. Yeah, but no, you're not right. gay. So well, how do you know if I've sucked the dick or not? What difference does that make? Yeah, true. So, I mean, the whole point is I can see that there's, like, even me putting on, if I put on eyeliner, how difficult it would be. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, we, we see on the television in the media just the sort of the, ed, the fringes of what mm. goes on. Outside, it's, there's some horrible fucking people out there. I think, yeah, it's I dangerous. Think dangerous for women, it's dangerous for trans people. It's also dangerous for men, as you say. It's like, yeah. if you give off the wrong, wrong vibe to an arsehole, he will just fucking punch you. Effeminate men like myself. I was punched in um, McDonald's, you know, other shit burger places what? are available. Um, I was just standing there, and this bloke just walked up to me, went, you staring at my cousin? I was like, I don't even know who your cousin is. And before I could even get the sentence out, I was up in the air, fucking Fuck. uppercutted me. I was just on the floor like what is happening and what happened then? What nothing was nothing happened. did anyone do anything no because it was in the hometown of Woking I think maybe he was a bit of a bit of a lad and no one wanted to do anything but it happens all the time that's people don't that's fuck people don't see that and here's a here's the thing like you said earlier like you people what people think of your podcast yeah I like what what goes on in it because it's just what do you think of our podcast well that's what I mean yeah that did, I've, I have two views on it, yeah. right? Give us a tell us. We want right? I like what you do because it's funny. I like that you, that you sit there and you have a laugh and you do go right up to the edge <laughs> and you do question things. And it, we should have two sides. But there's also, I think, a darker side. Mm -hmm. uh, not, not saying like it, no, it happens say, all the listen, time. Listen, say it because I personally want to know because I want to. I want to be. And I think we, I think all of us, from I'll speak for our yeah. podcast, we want to be like, we, we hope we're in, we're inclusive, we're actually welcome and we're friendly, never make yeah. anyone feel uncomfortable. We we try our best. There's some things where we say, oh, we think this is a bit wrong. Personally, I take a stand back and I think, okay, this is happening because there's outside factors and people are being people are being used as pawns to right. push the message. But that's where I said, but you give me... I, I think it's more, and you could probably say that, that you can't control it, but it's some fringes come in to mm. your podcast via... Interse intersectionality. Comments. He's not listening, mate. Through comments and forums, because they feel that what you're saying is it's okay to, to spread hate. I'm not saying you do, but like I... I saw in the comments once, and this is another thing, because you're 
this side a yeah. bit. Yeah. If I Leo came into your me. comment section, well, okay, Leo, but if I came into your comment section and said, hey, this is a little bit wrong, everyone would pile on me and go, fuck off, you gay person, or you deserve to die. What was That's the comment? The bit. I can't remember, but, but any time but anytime that there is something which I think, I don't think you're divisive. I think people use you as a, like, look, see, these people are saying this, so this means this, and that's not what you're saying. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think sometimes it can get murky on the outside of what you're doing, mm -hmm. and with no control out of it. I, I never comment on your posts. I watch, but I never comment. Thank because you. I think, like, I'm just a big beacon to say, oh, no, there's one of them. Get in. But, but, but you know Leo, you know he yeah, went out, he went out, yeah. of a, went out of a trans yeah, lady Yeah, I don't, don't find that, that it's transphobic. I find that obviously you're trying to grab situations and uh, issues which seem a little bit, mm, what the fuck is going on here? It's a bit... Well, I think what we do is we're just following what's in the news. And I think actually this is what I'm saying. Like, I do genuinely believe the whole trans issue, all this stuff is used as a as a a tool to divide people but everything is isn't it in the media but, but it's really being pushed because it, yeah but because at the moment it's like a hot topic it's easy to do it it, it drives people apart you yeah. know that's what but sells that's what newspapers isn't it that's what yeah. gets people talking it right. used to be obviously uh, gay people yeah and then black people and then now it's our turn that's your turn Right, Ollie is Ollie is doing this. Oh, okay, we're out of we're, we're, we're running out of time, but I think this has been. I think it's been a. I've enjoyed this podcast. Yeah. Have you enjoyed the podcast? I have. You've had two I, pints. I've had two <laughs> pints. I was gonna. I offered you a pint. No, I don't drink. I know hey, you mean no. Well, I'll give you a line later on. Um, <laughs> listen, Jenny, thank you so much for doing this podcast. I hope we've kind of illuminated a little bit. I. I there's humans behind the whole issue. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to push anything. I just want to be me no, listen, and people I, be themselves. I, the, in my opinion, the biggest compliment I can say is before anything, you're a comedian. Like, Jenny is super funny. I'm not, I, I would tell you if the comedians are shit, right? Jenny's very, Follow me very online. funny. Jenny's very, very funny. And comedian first, but not just funny online, funny off stage, which is where it counts. Um, but quickly, tell them where they can come and see you. Or where they can find you. Oh, gosh, yeah. Just look me up online. Jenny Hart Comedy. H-A-R-T. H-R-T. Uh, yeah, dear. Jenny Hart Comedy. Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. Is that our time, Holly? Chin. All right. Oh, and oh. like and subscribe. <laughs> Sign up to the Patreon and like use it. the code 3SP at highpoint.care for all your CBD needs where you will get DP CBD, CBD gummies, CBD drinks, anything. You want, you got it. Doesn't cure cancer. We're not allowed to say that, say that, <laughs> but it does cure cancer. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, baby. Thank you. Bye.